Hey everyone, this is my reviews for Pose Season 3, Episode uh, 4 or 3 or 4. Episode 3, 1, 2, 3. Episode 3, I think. <laughs> um, so anyway, this, this episode was called Trunk. And we get a little history about the infamous Trunk from Miss Electra. You know, she, we all know from last season what happened with, what the issue was with the trunk, but the trunk has sentimental value to it. And with that, we find out a little backstory on Electra. I have been waiting on this. I want to see the backstory on Electra. I wanted to really get to understand, you know, how Electra get to be where she is and what's her story. I believe that if we had at least a couple more seasons, we would probably get a little bit more, you know, time to do insight into Electra. Um, so we just got a snippet of what the character, you know, again, who the character is and how the character has been. So we see Electra, they kind of go back and forth between, they start in 1978. Electra is out there on the beat, uh, 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 working the pier. She's out there with some of her girls and She's like, look, I'm not out here giving ten dollars for a little, you know, for a good time. I am out here doing my thing. I'm not doing what I'm doing, you know, cheaply. It's got to cost you some money. So we already see Electra's about that life, about that fabulous life. She's always had goals about living with the furs and the jewels and the opulence. All of that stuff has always been a part of who she is and what she aspired to have. So it, this didn't come, it, it, it's not like she just discovered it. It appears it's been a part of who she was or who she is at all times. So that's pretty interesting. So she's working out there on uh, the piers. And one night her friend, or one of the girls out there working was supposed to, I guess, had a key to a locker or something. And she didn't have it with her that night or she wasn't able to get to wherever the change of, you know, where the locker or this place where they're storing clothes. Electra's other clothes because she apparently was living a double life. Her mom was not here for this whole, you know, dressing in women's clothes, none of that stuff, you know. So Electra would go out, sneak out at night, and then come back in the house dressed, I guess, as a guy. But this night she wasn't able to do that. She was worried. She she was like, girl, my mother's going to be up, you know, whatever. I can't get things past her. She is very observant. She pays attention, all that good stuff. So, okay. And she was right, because when Electra was trying to sneak in, honey, the mom was sitting in the living room like, girl, what you doing? What's good? What's going on? And this is when they had their confrontation. The mom was, you know, very upset. You know, she feels like she lost her son. She just, She's not accepting of Electra being a daughter. She's calling Electra by her dead name, which is, I think, was Dwayne. Mom's not here for it. Mom did not want to hear what Electra had to say. Mom was misgendering her. Mom, uh, uh. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Um, I am sure that it is a very difficult process for a parent to deal with a trans child or a child or a person who has uh, is trans and to accept that and to move forward with that. I can only imagine. I don't have kids, but I can only imagine that has to be difficult. Um we want to be respectful to the trans community, but we also have to consider, we cannot dismiss the feelings of the family and in particular the parents when it's just like they don't, they just don't understand it. They don't get it. 
So I get, so I'm like, okay, you know, but her attitude was just like, I'm not trying to understand it either. You know, it's one thing to be disappointed. It's another one. You're not even trying to listen to what your child is telling you. You're not even willing to listen. She just did not care. Her and Electra, so Electra and her mom, they get into Electra. She was telling Electra, you know, so Electra goes upstairs and said, well, I, you know, she, you know, she's going to leave. And the mom gets up there and we see this trunk and it's got, you know, uh, clothes and jewelry and all this other stuff. It's got a lot of stuff in there. Things that Electra has collected um, and, and purchased and all of this during the time that Electra has been working out there on the piers. So it means a lot to her. You know, this is stuff that she's worked hard for and she prides herself with those things. Well, honey, when the mom came up the stairs to the room, she was like, look, you, you need to get out. But all this stuff here, it stays with me. These are my things. I'm like, girl, now the other things in the house might be yours, but that trunk with all the stuff in it, that was not all yours. But, you know, anyway, so she puts Electra out. Electra's going down the street. So the next thing we know, we see the present tense and Electra is running. <laughs> Electra is running a phone sex call center. This, these are this is back in the day of the nine seven six numbers, honey. This is what this is all about. Remember, this is nineteen ninety four. So the 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 call sex lines was really a big thing back then, and Electra is like in charge of it. So. You know, because and also we have to realize this during the time again, Juliana is trying to clean up the streets and child, the FBI came over to where, you know, Electra was, you know, doing all this and they they had her to come down to the station. They want to talk to her about it. They thinking that she is getting funds to run this from the FBI and they're telling her how Juliana is cleaning up the city and getting rid of all the peep shows and the sex shops and all this kind of stuff. And Electra's like, well, you know what? I'm not talking to you. I see what's going on here. I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, I, you, you're going to have to talk to my attorney. And they was like, okay, cool. We'll talk to your attorney. Meanwhile, we're going to go in and, and you know, get a search warrant and go through your house as well. That's when Electra got a little nervous because, again, in her, in her present day, 1984 house, she got that trunk in there with that body up in that trunk. So, you know, yeah, she, she nervous. She was like, okay. She gets one phone call. Of course, she calls Blanca. Blanca is the reliable one. As much as her and Blanca talk about each other and go back and forth, that's still her child. And Blanca still respects her as mother. And she's, you know, uh, Electra explains to Blanca, look, girl, they are the, I'm in trouble. I'm at the police station. They're going to uh, search my house. You need to go in there and get that trunk out of my house. Blanca didn't want to deal with it at first. Blanca was like, girl, but, you know, Electra put the guilt trip on. It was like, you need to get that out of the house. You need to get my trunk out that house. So Blanca goes ahead and um, she gets, without explaining, Rick, not Ricky, she gets, well, she does get Ricky, but she gets Poppy. And then Ricky's been staying there at Electra's house. Remember, Ricky left Pray Tell. So she gets up there. She's telling Ricky and, and, and Poppy they got to get this trunk out. They go into the closet. They see the, the scented stuff, you know, all over the closet. They don't understand what's going on. It still has somewhat of a smell in the closet. They're trying to understand what's really happening. So Blanca had to explain to them the whole situation from Hellfire Club and what had happened. 
with the client and him ODing and the whole situation about had Electra said anything or called the police, they would have they would have you know put her in prison for for murder because you know this is a rich white guy that he's showing up he did in this sex club girl what so yeah she didn't stand a chance of of really being still free. So they go ahead, they move the body. I don't know why they, they brought the body back to Blanca's house. Now, that was the part I thought was stupid. If y'all go move the body, take it to, well, I guess because it was in the daytime. I guess he had to take it someplace um, for, and, and place it in a holding pattern for right now, I suppose. So they take it there. We also, so we flip back to 1983. Blanca is, uh, she she has a little apartment, not Blanca, uh, Electra has a little apartment, and this was the uh, original apartment that we saw in one of the back episodes from season one. So she, got, so we see, um, we see Candy and we see Lulu, and they're just as ditzy and silly. Candy with that mouth of hers, just smart talking. They hungry. They treating Blanca like the bald headed stepchild. Blanca is supposed to be cooking them something to eat. While they're laughing and giggling over clothes, you see Electra sitting at a desk and she is looking very distraught. She's looking stressed, you know, because money is funny and she's got to figure things out for the house, you know. And so they are not aware of all of what Electra's dealing with. But Blanca is. She's actually got some empathy. She actually can read the room. So. They're hungry. They don't have any food in the house. Electra's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to go out and get us our food. Well, she gives Blanca money to go buy, get some Chinese food for the family. So when Electra leaves out, she goes by the piers. And this is where she meets, uh, let's see, she meets Angel, Cubby, and what's his name? Lenar, L Lamar, uh, Lenar, Lamar, you know, the butthole from last from last episode, the, the dancer who was just whatever. Lamar, I think that's his name. She meets the three of them. They're out there hustling the peers as well. She meets them. She invites them back to her house. And while she goes out there and hustle, because the guy was asking for Angel and she was like, no, nah, you can have me on. Because he was like, I'll take you and the little young one, me and Angel, because at the time Angel was like 16 years old. They explained how she they ran away from home. They out there hustling. They got to do what they got to do. So the guy was going to think he's going to take both of them. And Electra's like, no, nah, you can have me all to yourself. And she gives them the address to go home, go to this place. My daughter's there, Blanca. You guys can be safe and I will make sure that everything you're taken care of. So she, you know, she didn't want them out there on the street. She'll handle the streets. So we get that. So we get, this is where we see the house of abundance is forming. Okay. The house of abundance is forming and Electra is, you know, uh, uh, trying to do what she needs to do to help this house thrive and help this house, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, get the money and do what she needs to do to help this, this place to keep going. They end up walking their first ball, which was really interesting to see. They walked their first ball as the House of Abundance, and it was a fairy tale ball. So we see Pray Tale there. He's talking about this group. They were terrible. I don't know what the costuming was all about. Pray Tale was like, "Look, y'all look like y'all went to the arts and craft store, and you know, you, it don't it don't even look like you even tried to have something that was, you know, creative and and to look like you were like you really cared." So. 
<laughs> then we see Electra in the House of Abundance. They all come through. We see Lulu as Rapunzel. We see uh, uh, Candy comes through as, um, ooh, the Candy come through, Little Red Riding Hood. We see Cubby or one of the guys is playing to be the big bad wolf and honey. And then Malnificent, she comes through, which is Mother Electra, honey. She comes through and she is she throws naturally. She tears down the ball. So the House of Abundance is born. It was their first house walk and they all looked good. I ain't lying. OK, this is the episode also where we we don't see Electra's bow, but apparently this is the time where Electra meets the guy that that was her sugar daddy for about, I think, 12 or 15 years until when Electra, you know, she had that surgery and he didn't want her anymore. So this is the time when she apparently meets him because she then has, you know, the kids come and see their new place. And of course, you know, they like, oh, make sure you, they think they come and rob someplace. But Electra's like, no, this is our new home. This is where we're going to be living. And so it's the loft apartment. It looked really, really nice. But we don't see her bow, but we know from season one, she had been with him for at least 10 years. So I guess this is at the beginning of the relationship of her being a kept woman, if you will. So we see that situation. But before we get them to um, the new house, she did have to go and 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 go back to her old house and, and get that trunk that had all the jewels and everything in it. And so they all sneaking in to try to break into the house and all of that. Blanca goes in the house with Electra. And as they are, you know, coming out with all the stuff, the money and the trunk and everything, this, of course, you know, Electra's mom, she don't miss a beat. She gets to come down the hallway. And this is when you see this whole interaction between Electra and the mother. And the mother is, you know, she misses Electra. She loves her child. And she, but she's not accepting her who Electra is. But what she tries to do is be manipulative. And she tells Electra, you know, you can always come back. We can always start over. We can always try to make things work. Um, you know, we can have a compromise. And Electra at first was like, compromise, okay, you know, I, I would love to have a relationship with my mom. And the mother was like, yeah, well, if you just tone this down, tone it down. So Electra already figured out what it was. Electra said, look, I'm not toning down, I tone up. That's who I am. And I am Electra. And I can understand, I can see that you're not going to be accepting of me. So you know what? It was nice knowing you, Tasha. She didn't call her mom anymore. She dismissed her as Tasha. And all the items I guess she had in that trunk or whatever, she, you know, used that to help, you know, you know, do for her family. Because, again, she feels like as the mother, you have to take care of your family. And that's what she was doing. It was sad. It was sad to see that. It was sad to see that uh, exchange. But that was the reality. So this is all before she actually get the, you know, the sugar daddy and the um, the uh, the loft apartment that she ended up having. Meanwhile, in present day. <laughs> Blanca got, you know, they got the, the trunk to Blanca's house, right? And then it's, you know, I guess they done opened up a little bit. It's the smell is bad and all that. So they put the trunk in Blanca's bedroom. Now, Blanca, she trying to cover it up and, you know, decorate with it and all that, child. Blanca forgot that her boyfriend, he's coming over. He has keys to the apartment. So when he comes by, you know, he was like, well, what is that smell? He's a doctor. OK, so, you know, he's kind of like child. And she's trying to like, oh, it's probably a rat. You know, I'm going to call maintenance and da, 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 da. he's like, no, 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 no. He is 
like Johnny on the spot. He ain't letting it go. He know he can recognize the smell of a dead person. And so finally, you know, he he forced Blanca's hand and Blanca had to explain to him the situation. I thought he was going to be like, girl, what? But he loves her and he's going to help them get rid of the body. So you see them going out at night, got the chain around the, the trunk. Um, they dumped the body in the river. OK, they dumped the trunk and everything in the river. Electra is talking about how, you know, after, you know, the investigation that went into looking for this man and all that and his family had hopes. And she Electra had guilt as far as this man dying. And it wasn't her fault. This man made a choice. And then, he, you know, she left out the room and came back and the man had, you know, strangled on his on his own vomit. So it wasn't something that she did wrong. But, you know, there is a little bit of guilt um, as a result of that. So I know there are people who are probably thinking, like, can you trust the boyfriend? I think his name is Christopher. Can you trust him? I mean, at this point, what else can you do? I mean, I, I guess um, if he were to say something, he's accomplice to the whole situation as well because he helped get rid of the body. So, you know, I don't think we're going to worry about Chris being an issue. I don't believe it. So later on, we get to the dinner scene. They're at the house. They're at, um, they're at, uh, 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 I'm sorry, before we even got rid of the body and all of that. Electra has to get bailed out of jail. So they go and they bail Lexa out, uh, uh, Electra out. Electra is upset. Electra's like, who, why are they here? What's going on? She didn't want to tell nobody but Blanca. She was upset with Blanca for spreading her information to, you know, to all of them. And Blanca was like, look, you needed help. And I had to get help to get help for you. So Electra's still not cool with that. They went and had dinner. And, you know, uh, Christopher and Blanca were whispering. And Electra was like, remember, we don't have no secrets amongst each other. What's going on? And so Christopher was like, well, you know, I know someone who works in a DA office and they were able to drop the charges against you. This, you know, upset Electra. Mother Electra goes, runs off from the kitchen, and she explains to Blanc, she said, look, I've said this many times to you. I don't want to owe anything to any man. I can do for myself. And, and Blanc had to get, give her a reality check. Blanc was like, look, I realize what you're, I understand what you're saying and how independent you are and how you want to do for yourself. That is wonderful. But at some point in our lives, we need help. And as independent as you are and all of the uh, uh, the confidence that you exude and all of that good stuff, you were in a bind. And there was nothing else to do but to help you out that bind, which means I had to go and ask for help. I could not do it all by myself. And you, you're going to have to, I know trust is a hard thing to come by and I get it, but you're going to have to understand at some point, if you're going to have to have trust. So Electra seemed to be okay when she got the reality check handed to her. And that really was the end of the episode. Uh, we saw Electra looking at this picture, this photograph that Blanca had was watching. Uh, it was a photograph of Electra and her mom. And, you know, Electra was kind of looking at the photograph again because, you know, she misses her mom. 
Um, it was a good episode. Like I said, I liked the whole lecture thing. I liked the fact that what we saw with the lecture was her constant drive for the goals to have the nice things that she wants. She is a hustler. She's going to figure out how to make that money. Um, she's going to she's going to um, st stand by her standards. And that's just that. And, and I loved it. It was probably one of my favorite episodes of the three seasons was really finding out more about Electra. This was, if I had to rank the episodes that I enjoyed the most, this one would probably be, is it number one for me? I don't know if it's number one, but it's definitely in the top three because I love the background about Electra. I did enjoy the background about Blanca. And oh, incidentally, Blanca got accepted into nursing school. So I'm sure, you know, probably the next episode, which will focus on Praetel, because, you know, he's in rehab. Praetel uh, is going to come out and we're going to see him try to make amends with his parents uh, and all of that. So we're going to see how that's going to work out. So I will be back next week with another review of Pose.